0: Because sometimes I think that we want the things that someone has, but we're not willing to put in the work. So, why do you want to do what you want to do? You always got to go back to the intentions and ask yourself, why is it that I want that? Because praise God for the closed doors, praise God for the unanswered prayers. Because if you had gotten everything you prayed for, you might be getting some things you didn't really need. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Happy and Healthy. I am your host, Janina Mapola, and I hope you guys are having a great day thus far. Um, I am actually filming this on a Thursday night and it is almost six o'clock it's 5 30 p.m so i apologize if my energy seems a little bit lower in today's episode if you are watching the youtube video you can see some new additions which is really exciting i finally got my little logo in the background my neon sign set up however uh there's been some complications unfortunately there's like some setting that i'm messing up on there so the and sign if you guys can see behind my behind my head It's not fully on and I've messed with the app and I don't understand it. So right now it just says happy, healthy, which works. But overall, I'm really, really excited. I got this sign. It is so cool and it can do thousands of different colors. It's insane. It's from this company called Echo Neon Sign. And so thank you to them for sending me that. And I'm just trying to figure out all the settings on it. But I was super excited to get it up, which is why Even though the and sign may not be working or the ampersand, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. So that's kind of fun because I finally got that edition on the podcast. And I hope you guys love it. And let's see. So, gosh, today has been crazy weird for me. So, first of all, in Dallas, when I think we're listening to this podcast in like two weeks, and I'll probably be just getting back from South Africa when you are listening to this. Today, I was planning on filming two podcasts and I had one planned to film around 12, and I woke up this morning with like the weirdest, strangest feeling. I realized I was experiencing vertigo, and I sat out of bed in completely like fell backwards and my whole body started like flipping like my, my, it looked like the world was flipping upside down. I was so dizzy. All my vision was blurred. Like the world was like flipping. It was so strange. And I was like, what is going on? And so it left me for like a little bit. And then later throughout the day, I started feeling super nauseous, super dizzy. Like I was almost going to like fall backwards. And I asked a friend that I know that is a physical therapist. And he said that I was experiencing this thing called BBPV and he gave me this like video to follow and I did it but it was like the worst thing I had to do because I had to like look in a certain direction and basically like it kind of makes your eyesight kind of confused and your body feels confused where you are and so I did the video and again the whole world started spinning I literally thought I was gonna throw up it was like that feeling when you get off a roller coaster and you've ridden it six times and then you are so dizzy and you want to barf your guts out that's how I felt it was insane so I'm feeling a lot better. I was supposed to film like way earlier, but now that it's five 30, I was waiting for my body to like readjust and I was getting this neon sign up. So here we are. I'm sorry if I'm a little bit lower energy, but, uh, yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. You guys, thank you for hanging out with me on today's episode of happy and healthy. Um, I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm talking about something that clearly resonated with a ton of people. And I talked about two weeks ago that I just got back from San Diego. I went to my friend Riley's wedding and I made this post and I basically titled it, why does she get this and I don't? And I was basically referring to the idea of your friend getting married and you're not. And there's been like a lot of different topics within this idea of like, why does someone get what I want or feeling like you're falling behind or feeling like as you were approaching 30 life goes downhill from there because i even had someone dm me and say like is it even possible for me to achieve anything worthy within within my 30s and i was just like what and it just goes to show me that you know there's a lot of people either comparing themselves to other women or people in general on social media they're feeling jealous of what something someone else has they're comparing their lives to the perfect the person you see on social media which is just not always reality And this idea that women think that you have to accomplish things in your 30s or I mean in your 20s or it's not going to be successful or it's not going to happen period. And I'm just like what that is so wrong. In my opinion I just think it's wrong and I think it's a false belief and I think it's a limiting a limited mindset. And so I made this post and it popped off like the amount of reshares and comments. And I was like, okay, this goes to show that there's a lot of people struggling with this. There's a lot of people experiencing this feeling. And I did too, you know, like I once experienced this feeling of like, Oh my gosh, I didn't get married when I was 25. I didn't buy a house by this certain time. I didn't accomplish what I wanted in comparison to Sally Sue over there. And so Everything is just so relative and I'm going to be giving advice, but I almost just want to like kind of just talk from like more of just an open perspective, more of an open dialogue, just express my thoughts, but also the way that I kind of look at it now and hopefully give you guys some advice as well. So I'm 28 and I'm actually turning 29 March 21st, which is kind of crazy. It is coming up. And so I understand the feeling of getting older and feeling like, what did I even do? What did I even accomplish? And, Especially when it comes to relationships and marriage, you know, I'm not married yet, which I'm okay with. But you know, especially when you had it set in your mind that this expectation of like, I'm going to be married when I'm 25, I'm going to accomplish this, but I'm 25, whatever the age number is for you. And then you don't, you're left with disappointment. And it's always going to be like that. Unmet expectations are going to lead to disappointment. And so it's almost kind of like not putting so much pressure on yourself to have something by a certain date. And I think it's important to keep goals and to maintain goals and to constantly check back in with those goals because... If you do want to accomplish something, it's realistic and helpful to put it according to a timeline. However, I think sometimes we can be too rigid on these timelines of things that are out of our control. You know, especially when it comes to marriage or having a kid or finances and stuff. Like, there's some things that we try to control and manifest on our own, which I don't personally believe in manifestation, but we try to create these things on our own and... Sometimes they're just not realistic because they are things that are out of our control. And so we get disappointed, we get frustrated, we get mad at God, we blame God. We, you know, are jealous of the person that does get what we wanted. And they're like, why did she get that? Like, she wasn't even ready for a relationship. Why does she deserve that? And I've been ready for a relationship. I've been faithful, what the heck, God? And so all those feelings are like extremely valid. And I just wanna like empathize with you in the sense of I know what that feels like. There's been so many times where, I had to wrestle with, you know, jealousy or comparison or feeling less than or feeling angry or bitter at, you know, why does someone get that one thing that I wanted? It's it's frustrating. I understand. In spite of that, the problem is when you start to become envious and jealous and bitter towards people that did nothing to you. And it's like you're starting to wish bad upon them. You're starting to wish that their business wouldn't succeed their marriage wouldn't succeed, their endeavors, whatever they do. It's like, you're hoping bad on them because you don't have what they have when that's just not fair. Because sometimes I think that we want the things that someone has, but we're not willing to put in the work ourselves. And that's where it can become a problem because sometimes we're like, well, why does she have this? And why is her Instagram growing? And why? And it's like, well, half the time you're not really seeing what they're putting in behind the scenes. Like we're not seeing the hard work, the blood, sweat, tears, the late nights, the stress, the anxiety, the depression, the fear, like, you know, the failing, like we're not seeing all of that, but yet we're comparing their finished results to our primary product. You see what I'm saying? Like our proposition, our proposal to their their final proposal, their final product. It's kind of like taking a step back and saying, the only person that I should be comparing myself to is myself and creating a timeline between between you and God. Because if you compare your timeline to someone else's, you're always either going to be too ahead or too behind, or you think you're better than them. Or it's like, it really can go one of two ways. Because if you're not just setting the goals for yourself and because of an intention that is pure and godly and out of your own desires, and you're only trying to do it just to play catch up or, or maintain an appearance or to play a game in comparison with your neighbor that's just unhealthy in my opinion because you're not doing it out of a pure place of like i want to do this for myself i want to thrive just have a win and be successful for myself and instead you're only doing it because you want to keep up this appearance or you want to keep up with the joneses or whatever and so it's not really doing it from a pure place which will prevent you from actually succeeding because it won't be sustainable because it's coming from the wrong intentions you see what I'm saying? And that's why, like, when I talked about that podcast of Know Your Why, you have to understand your why. Because if your why is just to keep up with the Joneses or have this false appearance or just to, to be caught up with your neighbor, that's not coming from a pure place. That's not coming from a sustainable why. That's not coming from a place that is pure. Instead, you need to have a greater why of, like, I want to help people. I want to make God's name known. I want to... um use my story to somehow help people. I want to start this coffee shop to proceed to have the proceeds go to charity. Like you've got to know your own why, because someone else's why is not going to be your why. So why do you want to do what you want to do? You always got to go back to the intentions and ask yourself, why is it that I want that? Because half the time, I don't think that our intentions are wrong of what we want. It's just the way we go about it. So, like, if you want marriage or if you want a successful business or if you want to grow your Instagram, that I think that's okay. But you have to constantly re ask yourself, why do I want that? Is that because I want to find my identity in that? Is that because I want to appear more successful? I want to appear more skinny. I want to appear more beautiful to the outside, or I want people to affirm me, or I want to just, even if you're not really like achieving something, you're just being a busybody because it makes you feel more important or it makes you feel like, Hey, everyone look at me. I am doing something with my life. I promise you, but then you have to really look at the results and be like, what am I actually producing here? Again, what is your why? And so going back to like the timeline things, it's like God operates outside of times, out of the, out of a timeline. Like God is so beyond time. It says in the Bible that one day in his courts is like a thousand elsewhere. So like in comparison, like one day in on earth, we feel like it might be so long, but in heaven that can be like a thousand days of worshiping. So time is not going to be the same in heaven as it is on earth. And so we're over here creating timelines, rigid timelines, comparing our timelines to their, our neighbors, our best friends, social media, and i just think that's wrong it's like you are on your own timeline with you and god and god doesn't live in a limited mindset because it says that that god is a god of abundance it says in john 10 john 10 10 that he comes to give us life in life of abundance so god's not only gonna select oh only she gets those blessings and he gets those sorry no more left for you like god doesn't have a limited amount of blessings it's not confined to a certain person, a certain timeline, a certain age, a certain, you know, status in your life, a gender, like it's just not. That is limiting God. That's not believing that with, with God all things are possible. That's not that's not the belief that you have then. I just think when you're praying, it's stay faithful and obviously ask God, God, like I want this, whatever it is that you're wanting. I think specifically in that post we were talking about about marriage because that seems to be the number one thing that everyone's comparing to is marriage and I want a relationship. And that is so valid. Like I want marriage, you know, like I want marriage too. I just have to remember that, This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and I've talked about BetterHelp before as well as counseling before and counseling is something I did after going through a pretty rough situation in my life and so I definitely found it to be very therapeutic and beneficial. Well, hence why it's called therapy because it can be super beneficial. So if you're feeling down or overwhelmed or just like something is bogging you down, that is definitely where working with a therapist can help you get closer to being the best version of yourself. And so sometimes you just need someone to just speak in a situation or give you advice. And so that's where BetterHelp can come into. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no charge. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com/healthy today to get 10% off of your first month. That is better h l p.com/healthy. I'm on a different timeline. And my story is different and things I've been through are different. Like my story was not going to look exactly like my best friends. It's not going to look exactly like my next-door neighbor. It's just not. But I think that's the problem is that we get jealous and we're like, why didn't I get a story like that? That's not fair. Why did she get the man? And they got engaged in six months and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, because that is her story. That's not yours. And that is okay. But just because her story is beautifully written by God doesn't mean that yours will be any less beautiful by God also. And I think that's the reminder we need to hear today is that God is not done writing your story And if God is who he says he is and you're faithfully seeking him and you're faithfully walking with him, he's going to give you your own beautiful story. And you may not have the perfectly written story that you were expecting or that you wanted, but I think there's beauty in that. The beauty of that is that it shows God knows better than we do because at the end of the day, we want his stories more than we want our own. And maybe you're not able to realize that right now because you're like, no, no. I've written down in my journal when I was 10 years old, the type of guy, the type of marriage, the type of home, the type of state that I would live in. You've limited yourself. That's the problem. God's not limiting you, but you are limiting yourself. Because you've created a rigid box around your lifestyle of what time you need to graduate, who you need to marry, what they need to look like, at what point in your life. It's like, you're the only one that's put that on yourself. But if God is the God of the unexpected, then expect the unexpected. Because it may come in a shape or form of what you didn't anticipate or expect, but that doesn't mean that it's any less good. Because at the end of the day, like, what are all of our prayers should be is, God, your will be done, not mine. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it, as it is in heaven, not mine. It's not about, hey, God, I want my, my timing, my kingdom. It's like, no, God, I want your kingdom. But I think the problem is that we get frustrated when our expectations don't match God's expectations, but it's like, well, who's the creator of the universe who knows better than you anyway? Do you think that you know better than God? Because that's a little bit arrogant and prideful to be like, this is not what I wanted. God, that's not fair. It's like, I understand that's an okay wrestle to have. I 100% understand. Like I do think it's okay to grieve it, especially when you did have a certain timeline or person Or whatever in your mind of what it would look like but the more you trust God and the more you walk with him and the more you pray God I want God desires not my own desires but your desires the more those things just fall to the wayward anyway because you're like it doesn't really matter what my house or my husband or the income or the job title like it doesn't really matter that much anyway And that's where you got to be careful is like, are you really putting your identity and your worth and your value into that? Or are you putting it into, I am good because I am who God says I am. And I trust who he says I am. So God didn't say, Hey, Janine, in order for me to love you, you need to marry this type of guy. You need to be married by 26. You got to have this certain house, a certain job. Oops. Well, you don't have those. You missed your timing. So I'm done. No, that's not how God operates. And I think that's where we can take a deep breath and be like, okay, pray that you, your timelines and your dreams and your desires would match God's. And I believe the more that you walk with Jesus and the more you know him, the more you're able to identify what is a God desire and dream and what's your own. And the two can go coexist. I promise you. But sometimes God's desires look different than yours. And that's where you kind of got to just be like, all right, I'm willing to let go of this expectation or this thing or this timeline because I trust in the father that plans my life, ordains my steps, knows every single little thing that I'm doing. He's always walked with me and he knows better than I do. And I know that'll take some time. And I know that'll take some grieving and that'll take some self pep talk and some prayer and some... Counseling, maybe, and talking to some friends. Like, I've been there. Like, I remember when I got out of this relationship this past July or this past summer, whatever, and I wept to my roommate, Maddie. I wept because I knew she was about to get married and I had just gone through a breakup. And so I was like, frick, this sucks because I'm now single and you're about to get married. And so our timelines didn't match up. But I think that's okay like obviously in a perfect dream world we would have got married around the same time but now I look at my life and I'm like there's been so much that has happened thus far since having that relationship end that has been so God-ordained and good and now that I look back I look and I'm like dang that relationship never would have been good for me so it's like praise God for the closed doors praise God for the unanswered prayers because if you had gotten everything you prayed for, you might be getting some things you didn't really need. And I know that's a hot take, or maybe that's hard to hear, but I think that's just the truth because again, God knows better than we do. So I remember being like, I will marry this person because I want to be married. But God's like, this is not the person I have for you. And so when you rush God's timing, you step out of his timing. And when you rush into things, you're taking things into your own hands. You're not following and trusting the Lord's timing and plans for you. And so it's like, I can look back and I could be like, oh yeah, you're right, God, that wasn't the best. But out of a desire and out of trying to rush things and out of wanting things that maybe God wasn't ready for me to have yet, I could have made some very unwise decisions. But out of God's kindness and love and timing for you, he will prevent things to happen. He will withhold some things. He will make you lack for a time being. He will prune you a little bit longer. He will pull away some things from you that you're like, ow, why did you do that? Why did you take that? And he's like, because I know what is better for you. And that's like really hard to hear because I know as you get older, you're like, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. But I'm like, according to whom? I'm almost almost 29 and I know the feeling. Like I know that there's this stigma around the number 30 and everyone thinks that it all goes downhill. And I even have girls who are like 24 and 25 DMing me and they're like, I think it's too late for me to meet someone. I'm never going to get married. And I'm like, oh, sweet girl. I'm like, you have so much time. And I understand like our 20s are supposed to be the best years ever. And I'm not going to lie. I love my 20s. Absolutely have loved my 20s. But who's to say that the best years of your life are only condensed and confined to 10 years of your life? That to me is ludicrous. That to me is baloney. Because I think if I look back in my early 20s, the most confused person ever, like did not know who I was, making mistakes, not fully following with the Lord. If you guys listen to my testimony, you can kind of hear that story. I would never want to repeat my early 20s ever again lack of identity, confused, partying, didn't know who I was, like a little leaf blowing in the wind, looking for people to affirm me. I am so much more confident in the Lord. I know my identity. I I like myself now. And I've become more wise and I've been able to help people through the things that I've gained in my 20s. And so to me, I'm like, it only goes up from here, sisters. It only goes up from here. When you hit 30, I understand you want a certain thing to be checked off your list or you want to accomplish some things, but who's to say that those still cannot be accomplished or checked off in your thirties. It's just like the most mind boggling thing that we only think in our twenties that that can happen. Let me tell you some of the most successful people you've ever seen that are inventors of the Apple phone or the camera you're using or the computer or the car that like the, that you're driving. Those people didn't become successful till 40, 50, 60. I believe Henry Ford, the first inventor of the automotive, he was like 42. I'm gonna Google this. Hold on, stay stay tuned. Because to me, I'm like, y'all, goodness can still come in your 30s and 40s. Okay, so Henry Ford was 33 years old. And I know that's not 40, but still, like for me, that's still five more years. Imagine what could happen in five years years. Imagine what could happen in a month. Imagine what could happen in a year. Y'all so much can happen in a month, six months, a year. You never know if even tomorrow you might be on the brink of something so big and so massive and so life changing. Don't lose hope. And just a reminder, I said this in that Instagram post, Jesus was 30 when he started his ministry King David was 30 when he started his ministry. And there's so many other people. Hold on. Okay, y'all listen to this. Is there a biblical significance to the age 30? Joseph was 30 years old when he became second in command of Pharaoh. The priest eventually entered service at 30. Saul became king when he was 30. David became king when he was 30. Ezekiel was called by God as a prophet at 30. Jesus officially started his ministry at 30. Yes, all that to say you guys there is something on 30. So maybe you're 24, you're 25, you're 26. Use this time well because there is a preparation required for the platform and the calling that you want. Because here's the problem a lot of people want to try to rush the rush the process they want to rush the pruning process. They want to just get to the platform, get to the th- get to the healing, get the number of followers, but they are not prepared and fully equipped so that they are not able to actually sustain it. That's the problem, is that we are trying to rush the process and rush all the things, but it's like, do we have all the tools and the knowledge and the wisdom to steward that? Because I've seen it in my own life. If I tried to be this own, like this like Christian influencer when I was 25 25 24 I would have absolutely bombed it let me tell you because I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know myself still I was still dabbling in the world I was still confused I wasn't ready now that's not to say that some 25 year olds can't do that I do think that God equips some people earlier on in their lives however that gave me five more years like when I really became to know Jesus I was like 25 if you listen to my story That prepared me. The next three years, I was faithfully walking with the Lord. So who I am today, even though I'm not perfect, I still have so much more to learn. Who I am today is only because of the the preparation, the prayers, the pruning, the fasting, the counseling, all the things that I went through the last three to four years. So you cannot rush it. There is a necessary step in pruning and healing process required to get to where you want to go. So maybe God might look at you and say, I don't think you're ready for marriage yet. I don't think you're ready to have the platform yet. I don't think you're ready to write a book yet. I don't think you're ready to start a podcast yet. So you have to reshift your mindset to be like, if I don't have it, maybe there's a reason. But while you were waiting and while you do desire that, keep on praying, keep on desiring. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying while you are waiting for that, wait well. Because if you want something that badly, how can you equip yourself to the best of your ability in the time frame that you have now to prepare for that? Because if you're not able to fully identify godly things, you might lose it. Because you're like, this doesn't seem godly. I don't want that. Because again, it doesn't match your expectations and your timeline. You're like, I don't want that. And you miss out on God's God's goodness and God's blessings because it doesn't match up to what you expected. But as you're preparing and as you're abiding and as you're dwelling with the Lord and you're seeking him, the more you do that, the more you will be able to discern his voice. As you read the word, you are around Christian believers, you're praying, you're seeking, the more you're able to be like, that's what God's voice looks like. That's what God's blessing looks like because you read the word and you're able to identify it, which is why I talk about reading scripture all the time. And so I don't want you guys to miss out on good godly things because you're not able to recognize it and identify it because it doesn't match up with what you wanted and you're not able to see that it's God's best because you haven't been identifying and reading what does God's best look like. And I think, you know, like I said, God's not gonna be like play games and tease you. He's not gonna put his best in front of you and be like, oh, sorry, you missed it. I just don't think he's a God that teases, I just don't. But I think that's why he's probably not gonna give you exactly what you want just yet because he's like, she's not ready yet. While you're waiting, keep praying and keep seeking and keep abiding and trusting. And I believe that God will give things to you according to his timeline. And it may seem unfair that, you know, Sally Sue got it at 24 and you're still 30 and you're like, I still am not married. There's not even a contender out there. And I think sometimes that's where, you know, I'm going to probably be a little bit harsh here. The harsh reality is that sometimes you got to look at yourself in the mirror and you got to take a hard look at your lifestyle and ask yourself, is there something in my life that is possibly preventing me from getting the thing that I want? Is it because I'm not putting in the work? Is it is it because I'm not taking risks? Is it because I don't have faith? Is it because I'm not going on dates? Is it because I'm sitting in my home expecting good things to happen when I'm not willing to put in the work? Or maybe you have a negative false belief about yourself that I'll never amount to anything, I'm not good enough, why would I deserve this? Of course she gets that because she does blah, 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 but me, I'll never get that. You've gotta start believing in yourself. And you've got to be able to take a hard look at yourself and audit your life and be like, maybe there is something. Maybe I'm still unhealed from something. I know that's probably not fun to hear because I think a lot of times we just want, we want things without putting in the work. And I do believe sometimes with God-ordained things, you know, there's nothing you have to necessarily do to earn that. You don't have to strive for God's blessings just by abiding and seeking him and trusting him and obeying him blessings are a byproduct of obeying him kind of going back to the jealousy thing I think jealousy is one of the most common emotions that we feel and I've been there I've done that you know but I remember hearing this quote that says the grass is not always greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it so instead of like looking at someone else's life and comparing and being like, I want that and that's not fair and I want her marriage and I want her home, it's like, why not water your own home in your own marriage if you are married? And I think that's the problem is like we will always look at people's lives on social media and real life. Like we will always compare because I just think that's a natural thing that we do, a natural tendency. But you've got to start being a little bit more introspective and being like, okay, but what about my life? Because she may have that and I'm excited for her. I wish that could be everyone's attitude because I think the world would be a much better, happier, beautiful place if we could all look at someone else's life and genuinely be excited for them and celebrate them well. But because you're jealous of it, you're going to try to like bring them down and diminish that and not be as excited. And I just think that's wrong. It's like, be excited for her and celebrate her. But then also look at your own life and be like, I also have good things. I also am beautiful. I also can be successful. I also am smart. Look at what God has given you and steward that well. Because it's almost like your gifts start to diminish the more you want someone else's gifts or their abilities, or what they have. God has gifted you and anointed you with your own specific gifts. And that's how the kingdom works. It talks about in the Bible, I think in 1 Corinthians 12, how there's several parts to the body and each part serves its own purpose. So you have a significant part in the kingdom of maybe yours is hospitality and yours is healing. And then hers might be prophecy and dreams I don't know I'm just being more like you know uh spiritual in this example but instead of being like well I didn't get prophecy that's so unfair it's like but you got hospitality and you got the gift of I forgot what else I said hospitality I don't know you got what I'm saying so you got that so how are you going to use that gift to the best of your ability instead of being jealous of what she has and here's the matter of the fact y'all when you think about comparison and wanting someone else's life, there is always going to be someone more pretty, more successful, more skinny, more fit, more whatever, always, always. And the Bible talks about, I'm going to find this, this verse for you. Um, I want to read this really fast because in Philippians 4, 11, this is Paul talking. It says, I'm not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstance. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. And that just so speaks to that because Paul is like, I know what it's like to have money and have wealth and have plenty And then he also goes to the other side and he's like, I know what it's like to be in want and what what it feels like to be in need. He's experienced both emotions, which I know we can all experience, but he's still saying in either way, in either situation, whether you have plenty or not, you're always going to want more. Because then you get the house and then you're like, well, I want a bigger house. Then you get the the shoes and you're like, well, I want new shoes. Then you get married and you're like, but I want that guy. Then you get the diamond ring, but I want a bigger diamond ring. That's why it says... I have learned to be content in whatever circumstance. It's a skill. It's a learning thing. It does not come overnight. Learning something takes time. So it's almost something that you have to just fight back. You have to take those thoughts captive. You have to go to the Lord and be like, God, help me. Because right now the jealousy bug is biting me and he is biting me bad. Help. And so I think the more you do it, it's like almost like a muscle where, you know, I remember in the very beginning when all my friends started to get married around college and post-college is when I started to really get jealous. Now I don't really get jealous anymore because I would say I've learned more how to be content, but I would be so jealous. And it's like they would get engaged and then like deep down inside, I'd be like, frick that. Like, why don't I have that? And I would just, I would wear it on my face. And I just don't think that, I just don't think that's nice. You would want someone to celebrate them the way that you would want to be celebrated. So it's like, be that friend that celebrates the friend because I do believe it will come back to you. And I'm not talking about law of attraction, but I'm just saying in general, do it's the, it's the golden rule of the Bible. Do unto others as you would want done to you. So if you want good friends, be a good friend. If you want people to celebrate you, celebrate them, but do it out of a genuine place. Because I think a lot of us are like, well, I'm only going to do this because I know that she'll do that in return. And I think that's a wrong thinking. Because the Bible is just talking about giving and giving without expectations, giving without thinking you'll ever get that back. Giving from a pure place. And so celebrate your friend and love your friend. And I know that it might be difficult, but journal through that and pray through that. And you, it's okay to be a little bit upset, but don't let that linger for too long. Cause I remember like, I remember feeling like, dang, she got engaged. That kind of stinks. Like, what about me? I know that feeling, but don't let it linger too long. Because then it turns into bitterness and you start taking out your anger on that person when in reality, they didn't do anything to you or towards you and it's not really fair. So be a friend that celebrates your friends. Be a friend that is so excited, willing to throw them a party and buy them a gift and champion them because you would want the same thing. And I think it's like if you didn't celebrate them, they're gonna feel kind of weird and they're gonna be like, why didn't she celebrate me? And then when your time comes, because your time will come, What if they don't do the same thing to you? You'd be pretty disappointed. But then you got to think about it. It's like, well, you didn't celebrate her well. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just understand. I understand the emotion of jealousy and comparison and all the things. But I just think it's a pretty ugly thing. And the Bible talks about where there's envy and strife, there's every work of the devil. And that's biblical. So think about it. Where there is envy and strife, there's every work of the devil. So if you're envious of someone and there's it's going to start to create a strife between you, a contention between you, then that's where the enemy likes to work because he sees that's a way to divide people. He sees that as a way to split people up, and he loves it. All the enemy wants to do is kill, steal, destroy. So destroy friendships, steal your joy, kill you, kill hope. That's all he likes to do. So if he can do that in the form of you comparing yourself to someone, he will. So you've got to be mindful of that. I believe in you. I know this can be a difficult thing, but hopefully, this gives you some things to think about. Just remember you are on your own timeline with God. And until your turn comes, love others, care for others, celebrate others as you would want that to be done to you as well. And do it from a genuine place. Maybe there's a very bitter part of your heart, or you need to maybe take a, a little bit of space from a friend, but I hope you don't have to. But pray that God would remove that. Pray that God would help you celebrate and champion people the way that you would want that too. I hope today's episode was helpful. Um, I hope I didn't leave anything out. Um, I will just close out in prayer for you guys. And I'm surprised I honestly got through this podcast, to be honest, because my brain literally feels like jello and my vertigo is definitely starting to feel a little funky. So I'm kind of surprised I even was able to do this. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to see if I have any more thoughts and then I will close out this episode. So I guess to close out full life isn't limited to one decade that is putting a constraint on God and that's putting a constraint on God's abilities and blessings and abundance. And that's almost unfair. It's like trying to tell God to be God. And he's like, what? So don't think that life is limited only to your twenties. Life can be so good in your thirties and your, and your forties. And you got to think about it from the sense of like, if I want to have a successful blessed 30s and 40s, I got to put in the work now. So while you're 20, use that time well, steward that well, be around other believers, read books, listen, podcasts, um, go to church, be in community, do therapy if you need to and prepare for your 30s so that when 30s arrive, you're like, I'm thriving, 30 and thriving instead of being like, oh, 30s. I believe your 30s can be incredible. Life doesn't only start when you're married. Also, life does not only start when you've become successful. Life doesn't only begin when you've hit a certain amount of income. Life starts now. Life is where you water it. And with God, there can be abundance in life at any stage and any point in your life. And so you've just got to find and learn the joy of contentment where you are. Because even when you get the marriage, even when you get the house, even when you hit a certain milestone, I promise you it still won't satisfy In any season, any timing that you're in, the only thing ultimately that will satisfy you in your soul is Jesus. Because let me tell you, marriage will not satisfy. I know married people that they're like, this isn't exactly what I expected. They're like, I love marriage. I think marriage is great. But they realize that marriage does not satisfy and fulfill everything. It never was meant to be. Which is why Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7, it is better for you to remain unmarried. Because he knows that marriage won't fully satisfy. And also marriage will distract you from the calling sometimes that God has on your life. So hopefully, whomever you marry, they will partner with you in your calling. But don't marry someone that's going to pull you away from your calling. And I can do another episode on dating and stuff like that if you guys want me to talk about that. I've been rereading The Sacred Search book, which is the most incredible book. I highly recommend. I can do a podcast on that. Full life does not begin at a certain timing, milestone, anything. Full life begins now with you and God. Let that be a reminder. Be happy for your friends. Celebrate your friends. Celebrate them as you want to be celebrated. Love your friends and pray for your friends. Because even though your friend may have what you have, it doesn't mean that they're satisfied. And when they're not satisfied and when their marriage isn't going the way that they thought it would, still pray for them, still champion them, still intercede for them, still fight for them because they need you. Marriage is hard. Marriage is not gonna promise fulfillment and joy and satisfaction. It's just not. It's a good thing. It's sanctifying. It's a blessing from God, but it was never meant to fully satisfy. So when your friend does get that one thing that you want, don't wish ill upon them. That's just coming from an ugly place and an ugly place in your heart. Pray for them, be excited for them and know that your giftings and your blessings and the things that God's gonna, God's gonna give you are going to look different than your friends. But don't skip over the pruning process. Don't skip over the healing. Don't skip over the preparation because you need preparation for what is to come. Jesus, when he was 11, 12 years old, was preparing for his ministry when he was 30. He was at the temple sitting for hours and hours and hours learning from the pastors there. If you read and I think like Luke 3 or 2 or something. So we see that Jesus used his singleness and his timing well because by the time when he got to 30, he was ready. Even though it was difficult, he didn't want to sacrifice his life. He asked God, God, would you take this from me? But he was ready. He knew what was going to come. And so he prepared well. So I hope that you prepare well as well. Don't squander this time. This is not time to fold your hands and sit back. This is time to get busy serving people, loving people, seeking God, knowing the word, listening podcasts, reading beneficial books. Don't squander your time because even when you get 30 or when you get to what you, what you want, doesn't mean you'll necessarily be happy. So, like I said, full life can begin for you now. So, I hope this episode was a blessing. I love you guys. Thank you for hanging out with me. Uh, make sure you're following me on Instagram. That's Jenny Namapola. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you ever post this on Instagram, please post it and we will reshare it. I love hearing when you guys are, are listening to the episodes. I also want to say thank you again to the monthly donators. If you do want to monthly donate to our uh, Patreon or whatever it's called, it is linked down below in the show notes as well as the YouTube description. of those proceeds will always go to charity. So you guys definitely check that out. We are supporting now awesome causes. Um, I think right now we are currently supporting a a new charity. My brain is starting to lose it right now. (laughs) Uh, We are supporting a charity in Guatemala that feeds malnourished children. So definitely check that out. And trying to think anything else. So, yeah, I think that's it. So stay tuned. We have some awesome guests coming up. Uh, we're trying to alternate between solo episode and guest episode every month. So thank you guys for hanging out with me. Let me know if you enjoyed this podcast in the new background. And I'll see you guys again next Tuesday for another episode of Happy and Healthy. Until then, stay happy and healthy. Bye, y'all.